This episode of Your Life Rocks podcast is sponsored by our weekly success planning course. Sunday prep should be about more than just meal prep. It's all about being proactive towards your goals, removing obstacles, and planning for a balanced life. Want more information? Go to yourliferocks.com backslash WSP. That stands for weekly success planning. Start living a balanced life today. Welcome to yourliferocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally in your career and in your faith and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit yourliferocks.com. Hey there, I'm so glad that you are here to hang out with me today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the host of this podcast, Your Life Rocks. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am so glad that you found us. And if you are a returning listener, it's so good to hang out with you again, and I'm so glad that you're back. Now, right now, we are in a series called Take Back Balance Challenge. And really, we're diving into different areas of your life that can really, with some extra attention, bring some balance back into your life. Now, originally, this challenge was supposed to be over the course of eight weeks. Now, I get a little impatient, and I've heard from a few of you, you do the same. And so you want it a little bit faster. You can't wait for that next week's topic and for the action items so that you can grow more and balance in your life. I heard you loud and clear. So we're taking the eight weeks and condensing it down to seven days. So what does that mean for you as a podcast listener? Well, we're still going to go through the next few weeks, every single week, diving in deeper into one of those topics. But if you really want to take the challenge, I encourage you to sign up by going to yourliferocks.com backslash challenge. And when you do that, every single day, There's the different theme, and every single day you will get an email around that theme, teaching you about that theme, and giving you actionable items that you can do and apply right away to bring more balance into your life, to help you grow closer to your goals, grow closer to God, and live the life that God intended you to live. So if you're finding yourself stressed out, overwhelmed, just really needing more balance in your life, more focus more positivity, I encourage you to go and join the challenge. Now, part of being in the challenge is also being part of our awesome community that we have on Facebook. And so when you sign up for the challenge, there will be links in there um, for you to go ahead and sign up in that Facebook group. And in the show notes for this episode, we're on episode 16. So you can go to yourliferocks.com backslash 16 for all of the show notes for everything that we talked about in this episode. And in there, you'll find the links to both the challenge and for the Facebook group. Okay, so this week for the podcast, we're really diving into the topic of goal setting. And if you are a returning listener, then you know I talk a lot about goal setting, but I truly do believe that setting goals in the right way that are in alignment with where you need to go and with where God wants you to be can really be a game changer. And I don't think that you could talk about it enough, or the more times you talk about it, you'll never run out of of different topics to talk about around goal setting. So today, when we're talking about goal setting, there are really three things that I want to address. Number one, being intentional. Number two, shiny object syndrome. 
If you have fallen victim to the shiny object syndrome, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Number three, we're going to be talking about God's will and how that should play a part as you're setting goals. All right, so let's get into business. Starting with number one, let's talk about being intentional. Now, when we talk about goals and being intentional, you might already be going into autopilot mode with what you think that I'm meaning, but I just challenge you to keep an open mind and stay with me on this one. Here's my big question for you. Do your goals make sense? And what I mean by that is, do they make sense with each other? Now, you often have heard me say, if you've listened before or you've read any of my blogs, that I really do believe that life balance is possible. And many people out there will tell you that it's not. But I choose to live in a life of possibilities. If I say it's not possible, then I'm living in a life that, of impossibilities. And that's just not where I want to go. But I do think that you have to be careful on how you define life balance in order for it to be possible. And this is where your goals come into play. So when I talk about goal setting, and I have a free workbook, you can get it when you're in the challenge, or if you're taking the weekly success planning course, it's part of that as well, module number one. But when I talk about goal setting, I really want you to focus on eight different areas of your life. And if you followed Zig Ziglar, this is where I kind of got this concept from. I mean, the wheel of life, there's different parts of your life that make up this wheel. And so if you can imagine in your head like a tire, and around that tire are the different categories of your life, faith, family, your marriage, your health, your career, your finances, your home, your friends, and fun. And you can add in more categories, but those are kind of the eight basic ones that I teach on as for my principle for life balance. I want you to imagine if all of your goals were set, say, around your health and you wanted to lose weight, you wanted to get healthy, you wanted to grow in your athletic performance, whatever it is, but your goals really were in that health category and your time and attention are going to that one area. I want you to imagine in that wheel, that tire, that that time and attention and energy is like air. You're putting air in that one spot of the tire. Now, if you're not putting air into the rest of the tire, just in that one spot, what's going to happen when you go to drive your car down the road? It's going to get a little lumpy. It's going to be uncomfortable. And you're going to be wondering what in the heck is wrong. Same thing with your life. If you're putting all your air, all your time and energy into just one or two categories of your life, you're going to find yourself going down the road, going through your journey of life and thinking, there's got to be something wrong. This should not feel this way. And you're right. It shouldn't. So when I say you have to be intentional about your goals that's exactly what I mean. Be intentional about, about where you're setting your goals, what areas of your life you're setting your goals in, and making sure that they don't conflict. And this is why the workbook that I provide is so critical because it's really about setting goals so that you're creating a life that allows you to feel the way you want to feel. Not to get to higher standing or ground, unless that relates to how you want to feel. But here's an example. You can't say, and this is where I will say life balance in this definition is not possible. You cannot say you want to rise to be the number one person in your career and to have promotions and to be, you know, CEO and I'm not saying that particular titles because it's all irrelevant, but to put so much time and energy into growing your career and then saying, I want to be also the president of the PTA. I want to be the mom that's there every single day to take my kids to school, pick them up from school, not miss one thing, volunteer in the classroom. If you're spending all of your time at the school, how are you going to spend all of your time at your job? 
to become that CEO or whatever promotion number one person in your job. There's only 24 hours in a day, so you need to make sure that your goals are not conflicting with each other, but yet they complement each other. And that's, again, why that workbook is so critical, because it's important that you're intentionable about making your goals fit together. Another example is you can't say your financial goals are to save and invest, but then the goals in your marriage are to have a date night where you're going out and spending a ton of money every single week. And you can still have a date night every single week. I'm a huge proponent in that. But spending a ton of money conflicts with the other goal of saving a ton of money. So you see how those cannot live in alignment together. So number one, you have to really be intentional about your goals. So I want you to just think about all of the goals that you've set for your life. Number one, have you set goals for all areas of your life? And if not, maybe you need to go back and do something about that. Number two, If you have set goals in all areas of your life, are they conflicting with each other or are they complementary? Do they really work together to create the life that you want to create or are they fighting against each other to prevent you from living that life that you want to live? All right, so that's number one, being intentional about your goals. Number two is shiny object syndrome. I have this every single day I have to fight. It can be the smallest piece of glitter. It can be dull. It still catches my attention and I can lose focus like nobody's business. And I know last episode we talked all about keeping your focus. And really when we talked about that, it was talking about keeping focus on the positive things, keeping focus on God rather than the earthly things because those things will overwhelm you and it'll never be good enough. But shiny object syndrome, when we're talking about focus, when we're talking about goal setting, is hard sometimes. Sometimes it can be really easy, especially right after you've set your goals. It's really easy to have focus on what you want to achieve. But then days happen, weeks happen, and if you're not careful, your goals will change based off of shiny object syndrome and you won't even know it. Because what happens is that the goals you've written down have not changed But your actions towards those goals, which truly reflect what you're going for in your life and what you want in your life, have changed because of the shiny object syndrome. So how do you avoid that in your life? Now, let me just be very clear. I want to make sure that we are all on the same page here. When I'm talking about shiny object syndrome in this particular case, I'm not talking about You know, you've set your timer and you're going to be really productive for 25 minutes and then you saw a Facebook alert and then there went 30 minutes. I'm talking about bigger things. I'm talking about where you are in life. For example, maybe the goals that you've set for your health or that you want to gain endurance for running and that's something that you're really passionate about and you got excited about and you set these goals. But then you saw a Pinterest post about some other exercise. Maybe it'd be cycling. And then you started going down this rabbit hole of, oh, I need to get a bike and I want to do this and I want to take that class and I want to do all these other things. You have to go back and re-look at your goal. Is your goal to just be active and exercise every single day, regardless of what it is, whatever interests you? Then great. No problem. Do all those different things. But if your goal was to gain endurance for running, to increase your time in running, 
shiny object syndrome just stole your goal. Now you're starting to focus on all these other things. So you have to come back and reevaluate. And again, that goes back to number one as far as being intentional. So let me give you another example. And in this example, I'm going to tie it to number one again. Say, for example, for your faith, you've set the goal of waking up early every morning and having quiet devotional time with God. And you start doing that. And it feels great. And it feels wonderful. You feel closer to God. Things are going well. But a couple weeks go by and all of a sudden you realize you might need a little bit more sleep. And you read an article about how sleep helps your metabolism and sleep helps with mental focus. And so you decide to sleep in instead and figure, oh, I'll get my time in with God in other times of the day. But then you don't. So now you have those things that have conflicted on each other. Your health has now conflicted with your faith. It's very important that you find balance within your goals in order to find balance within your life because those goals should dictate your actions and your actions become your life. So it's very important that you steer clear of shiny object syndrome. So best way of doing this, keep your goals in front of you and review them often. For me in the systems that I teach, we review goals every single week just to make sure that they're still on point because you know what? Shiny object syndrome can come and it can be an inspiration to move away from a goal that you had or to change it or to evolve it to something bigger and better, something that you're more interested in. Maybe, for example, your original goal was to lose weight. And then as you started getting into different things and learning different things about losing weight, then maybe your goal changed to working out every single day because you found that that is really where you need to put your focus. And that's okay. But again, tying back to number one, you have to be intentional about your goals. You have to be intentional about what you want because then you can be intentional about the actions required to get you there. And that is where the sweet sauce is, is that action because that action makes the goals become a reality. But it's all a process and you got to start somewhere. So be weary of the shiny object syndrome. All right, number three is God's will. Now this one can be tricky Tricky, tricky, tricky. When you're setting your goals and you're thinking about all those eight areas, and especially if you're going through one of my programs and so you're really doing the work involved with designing that life and designing the goals that help support that life that you want to build, it's important that you pray, that you really think about how God fits into all of your goals. Now, when you go to church, you might worship and you might pray that you trust God and that you turn your life over to God, you surrender your life to God, all of these different things, yet in your daily actions and the life that you're building, it is stuff that you're doing in your power and not in his power and might be in your will and not his will for your life. Now again, this is one of those things where you have to keep it right in front of you and you have to be really, really orderly. I was um, reading a new Bible study. It's from Beth Moore. I just started it. It's called Whispers of Hope. It's 10 weeks of devotional prayer. And I just started it yesterday and it really got me thinking. So it talked about how in the beginning uh, when God created the earth and it talked about how God is both a creative being and an orderly being. And some of you might be extremely creative 
And I know a lot of extremely creative people in my life, and those extremely creative people are not always orderly. In fact, they're usually quite the opposite of orderly. Now, I tend to be a little bit more orderly in my life, and I struggle with creativity. But God is complete and whole, and he has both. And so it talked about when you're allowing God to have will over your life, that you allow him to use both of his talents and skills. One, to be creative with your life. And you might not always understand what he's doing because he's kind of coming about it in a creative way. Now, if you have creative children or creative friends, or maybe you yourself are creative, you know that that creative process does not always make sense from the outside. But the finished product is pretty dang amazing. So I just challenge you when you're making the goals for your life and you're really creating that, not to be too rigid and allow God to be creative. And again, that goes to where you're just adjusting and looking at your goals every single week. Because if you're spending time with God and you're really allowing him that creativity over your life, he might be shaping your goals in a different way. And that's completely fine. You have to be willing to let go and let God take over in those different circumstances. And then in the book, it talked about him being orderly. And this is where it really spoke to me. You heard me say earlier, I consider myself to be more orderly than creative. And I have goals that I have set in my life and certainly ones around my faith of really following God. I want this podcast to be a ministry where he's working through me, that I really pray and I focus on the things that he wants me to say, the things he wants me to deliver out there to you. I feel like this is a calling that he has on me, yet I found myself getting out of my orderly behavior and not always coming to him first. And you know what happened? Chaos ensued. My emotions started going crazy and all this worry and fear started to creep in. And then God reminded me. He got my attention by bringing it back into order, by letting me know I need to spend time with him first. Because that is my intention and that is my desire. That is my goal that I have set for myself, but I let myself get away from that. But if I'm really going to allow God's will, I have to be orderly with my time so that I can hear him, so that I allow him to come into my life and show me the will that he has for me so that I can follow it. So I challenge you that when you're looking at your goals, that you are inviting God in, one, to be creative and allowing him the freedom to be creative with your life. But then number two, the order, that you don't question his order. It might not make sense. I'm going to quote something from the Bible study that I am doing with Beth Moore right now. And this is from the day one passage. And it says, Had you been a spectator during only the first three days of creation, you might not have judged it as good. What good are seed-bearing plants with no sun for photosynthesis? In his wisdom, God knew the work was good because he knew what was coming next. And he knows what's coming next for you. That's why he can judge his work in you as good. Give God room to be completely creative. Meet with him daily as he unfolds the plan in perfect order. He's really good at what he does. And I'll link in the show notes to this Bible study if you want to take part in it as well. But again, as you're looking at your goals, God's will, and if that's really where your heart is, I challenge you to really allow him in. All right, so today, again, we are talking about goal setting, and we talked about three different topics within that. Number one, being intentional, and that really is like the backbone for everything about goal setting. 
being intentional. Do your goals make sense? Number two, avoiding the shiny object syndrome and making sure that you have your goals in front of you, you're reviewing them often, and that your actions really drive home with what you want to achieve. And number three, that you will always consider God's will, that you allow him room in your life to be creative as you're setting these goals, as well as yourself being orderly with spending time with him so that you can hear the will that he has for you and you can act on it accordingly. All right, now it's time for my favorite part of our podcast where we get to talk about a scripture in the spotlight. Now, if this is your first time listening, we do this every single episode, not because it's just a Christian podcast and not because I am forcing you to memorize scripture, but really because I want the word of God to live within your life. I want it to be part of something that you do every single day and it just becomes part of you because he is part of you when you accept Christ as your savior. Now, I couldn't think of a better verse that fit more appropriately into this week's theme. And it is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So as you are setting goals for your life and you're seeking his will for those goals, know that he has plans for you. Ask God what they are. Spend time with him. Explore what he has for you and know that his plans are to, po- to prosper you and not to harm you and to give you hope and a future. If that's not amazing love, I don't know what is. It's pretty remarkable. Well, I hope that you enjoyed hanging out with us today. I certainly enjoyed it. Again, I encourage you to go and join our challenge. Go to yourliferocks.com backslash challenge, or you can go to our show notes, yourliferocks.com backslash 16. That's the number 1616, and we'll have links to the challenge in there, as well as our Facebook group, um, the Beth Moore Bible study that I'm doing, as well as the three action items that we talked about in this episode. Now, if you are enjoying these podcasts, I hope that you um, would share it with a friend and, and invite them to come and have a listen. And if you could, leave me a rating and a review in iTunes. One, I certainly do appreciate the feedback. And number two, it helps other people find this podcast. So if you are enjoying it and you do that, it does open it up for other people to be able to experience it as well. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Next week, we're going to be diving into the topic of setting boundaries and how that can really help you add more balance and take back balance in your life as we continue down this series. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.